Hello, everyone, and welcome to the newest episode of Tales from Stringersburg. Previously on Tales from Stringersburg, and last time we started with Claire, so this time we're going to start with Fergus. Fergus went back to the old Monster Squad HQ, ran into Spitter, Experiment 7, uh, 138 was there, had some talks with them, some discussions, and late at night when Fergus was trying to get some sleep, had a weird resonance happen, came out, and there was a odd pale reflection of, of Fergus in the knife, and they had a, a quick scuffle, which ended up with Fergus overtaking the knife's uh, mental faculties and tried to get some answers via 138 and eventually the knife was able to to break free and run away Fergus decided at that point that he wanted to go check out his old hideout in the the abandoned incomplete subway underground subway of stringersburg and he found his door with no key ajar and inside was a snoozing son of jaguar who he awoke and that's where we'll pick up he said he owes me rent <laughs> possibly i'm kidding fergus doesn't care about stuff like that but yeah you you walk in and I think you dropped something or, you know, picked something up telekinetically and dropped it on the ground or whatever. And he jumped up and was, <clears throat> oh, uh, hey, hey, man. Hey, 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 puppeteer. You, what are you, it's nice to see you. How did you get in here and what are you doing here? Oh, uh, well, uh, I mean, I, I, <laughs> Getting in here was wasn't easy. I mean, you don't have a damn key for the door or the keyhole or anything. So I mean, it took a while, but I called in some favors and got something that kind of helped me get through. Uh, I got some heat on me, and uh, this was the best place I had to lay low. And you'd been gone for a long time, so I thought it'd be okay. So it happens that it was. Uh, uh, how long do you what sort of heat are you talking about? uh the divine kind apparently oh. it's it's not cool that I left and have been gone so kinda getting looked for here it's going to mean all sorts of gods or, or what have you are, are are in my home i i jaguar i i, I can't have it I, I can't have you talked to roland who roland don't you know roland the detective oh uh man you 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 have been gone a while no um no, we don't we don't fuck with that area of town. I'm sorry. Uh the sink man, like it's kind of a go there at your your own risk kind of deal unless you're known. I I didn't I need to Fergus sort of like feebly shoves him a bit with his hand to get it to move over so he can sit down you 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 go to shove him and you move yourself but he's like oh uh, sorry and he like tries to smooth out the blanket on the cot <laughs> i'm 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 feeling i'm feeling very overwhelmed i don't suppose you could give me a couple of hours in here uh no no let me and he starts like picking up some clothes like puts some pants on and throws a shirt on and like grabs a couple things and shoves them in his bag yeah 
Fergus is doing a heroic job of covering up his discomfort, the fact that Jaguars buck naked in. Yeah, and he he finally gets done. He's he kind of looks at you with the pack over his shoulder, and he's like, he, like smacks you on the arm, which moves you, you know, almost knocks you over, uh, kind of unintentionally. And he's like, "Sir, it's good to have you back, man." Shit's yes. shit's weird. I I agree. Um, if you want to come back later, you'll need to knock because I'm closing this door again. <sighs> he kind of looks up, you know, up towards the street level and everything. He's like, oh, okay. I mean, it's so it's cool if I kind of come back for a little bit. Yes, I suppose. Just uh, don't bring any trouble with you. you Do my best. Pro there are probably other uh, uh, areas of these tunnels you could... Well, I don't know. Yeah, you... but this is like a bed and like water yes. and, you know... Yes, it, I know. It's quite it's, nice, isn't it? it? It is, it is. I mean... Sorry, and there's like a small like pile of trash. Like I said before, like this place is actually kept surprisingly clean. Like from your uh, initial impression of Jaguar, uh, even even when he was on your team and everything, you thought he was just from his general persona and everything. You would just assume he's kind of slovenly and everything, but the place is kept nice like there's oh, not okay. big piles of trash or anything and it's been cleaned gotcha. and all of your stuff's like put away well i'm i'm glad that he disrespected my space minimally <laughs> <laughs> just by should be in there and waggling his dick around yeah yeah <laughs> hey some people sleep in the buff hey sure no no judgment um Okay, so, yeah, Fergus is just like, Yes, Jaguar, come back. Just give me some time to myself, please. Yeah, man. Uh, sure. And he goes out and he shuts the door. Okay. And you're left alone. Um, first of all, Fergus checks all of his stuff to see if the things that he remembers being there... Things remembers being there are there and then he's gonna check through his like records any documents he might have because at, at this point he's expecting things to have changed he's been gone he's worried that he's gonna look here and like find his old birth certificate and he's like two years older or younger you know like he just has no real of what might be different so he's just checking everything gotcha okay um give me an investigation role Three is not very good. That is one success. One success. All right. Um, couple things are gone. A uh, couple things that you think are gone are slightly moved. Like a, a, I assume that Fergus would have stuff like loose bricks in the wall and everything like that. Like small sure. changes sometimes. Like the brick is one brick over than what it was originally, what you remember it being. Um, but yeah, some things you just can't find. Uh, you're looking through your records and everything, and from best you can tell, everything appears. Uh, there's a couple of, of, of changes, like some of the kids from the, the project, the... Oh my gosh. Uh, Pro project Spectrum. Spectrum. Uh, some of the names are slightly different, but other than that, it's, it's all pretty, it's all pretty much the same as you remember. Okay. Um, let's just, there was one little inconsistency there. I said Spectre and you said Spectrum. I forget which one. It, it's Project Spectrum. Oh, okay. Cause I based it, it's Project Ultraviolet is the, the main right. one. And then, uh, Spec, yeah. So spectrum, right, spectrum. Yeah. Okay. I've I've been saying specter in my head, which is a bit too Venture Brothers. <laughs> for this. 
So spectrum, spectrum, spectrum. Okay. So uh, Fergus is going to try and sleep. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're exhausted enough and had enough craziness happen that not really a problem. He, um, he, he always liked waking up in here because there's no sense of time, no sense of day or night mm. on the ground, and he finds that weirdly comfortable. So when he when he gets up, he's gonna he's gonna just like slowly stretch a little bit, just like not really knowing what he's doing, just getting used to having a body again, and um, then he's gonna go out and. Close the. Oh wait, no. Um, before he leaves, he's gonna check every last hidey hole again because he's looking. For, I believe, if I remember last session correctly, he didn't find this. His mask. That's right. Okay. Um. Yeah. Give me another investigation roll. Um. Okay. This is important to him. What kind of? Uh, resource can I spend here? You can spend resolve to add an extra die for a one-to-one -one basis, or you can spend yeah. resolve to re-roll, and you can combine those. Like you can, and you can use them after the fact as well. So you could roll, spend resolve to add die, and then spend resolve to re-roll. Okay. I'm gonna roll. Oh, well, that's three successes. You know what? I think I'm good. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. You're looking for your mask, and you're rifling around, going through all the different hidey holes and, and, and different parts and everything, and you're getting frustrated because it's getting towards the end. And not the last one, but the, but the next to last one, you, you kind of slide one of the cabinets to the side and it's kind of like one of those uh I'm drawing a blank on the name but the wood puzzles where it's like you know slide this half an inch and then move this up another quarter of an inch and blah 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 and then it finally unlocks it's kind of set up like that almost like your door and you open it up and there's nothing inside at least at first and you're getting ready to close it and you you take half a step to the side and you see this small glint and you pull it out and it's not abandoned hope it's actually your very first mask that you had when you came to stringersburg okay well that's um and about that time you hear goong 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 on your door um, Fergus quickly puts the mask on, closes up the hidden chamber, covers it back up and everything, and then unlocks the door with no... Okay. There is Jaguar standing there, and he's got a couple of coffees and a bag of donuts. I'm in. Like, oh, I hope you... Are you a tea guy, or are you a coffee guy? Fergus just sort of takes everything out of his hand with the telekinesis and oh. sets the surf. Sorry, I mean, I just, I didn't know. I mean, you seem all fancy and sophisticated, so maybe, maybe tea, I don't know. He just reaches a big meaty paw into the bag and pulls out like three donuts and takes a bite out of all of them at once. Fergus picks very carefully through the ones that are... Okay, he he splits the bag open and arranges them all, and then chooses the most aesthetically pleasing one. All right. Through, and, and starts nibbling at it like a little... <laughs> like a turtle. <laughs> so, Jaguar kind of looks at you. He's sitting on a stool, and he's got his... You know, he crams the rest of the donut in his mouth and takes a big gulp of coffee. He just kind of looks at you and the few, the very short interaction you had with Jaguar since he, he came back from the Divine Realm 
he seems slightly changed. Like, he's still Jaguar. He's still a dude. Um, but even then, you saw a, a few moments of introspection and uh, depth that you, you just didn't think were there. And he kind of gives you one of those looks now. It's like, you... You've been through some shit. I've been to some very strange places. And I've met beings that... Things that might be somewhat like these gods. Oh. And I didn't care for it. I don't, I don't care for it one bit. I feel you, man. I feel you. You, uh... You need to talk. If you need to, uh... Wait, so you weren't even here that entire time no no i wasn't so you don't know anything that's happened since you left since you disappeared this just telekinetically brings the cup of coffee over to his mouth and like tips the mask up just enough to drink from it and then sets it back down and is like no i don't oh <sighs> I mean, do you do you want to fill in? Like, of course I want to know, Jaguar. Of oh, course. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa! Don't don't shoot the messenger. Like, I get you, man. I get you. That's, I mean, I was gone for a year, except there it wasn't a year. So, oh, <sighs> okay. So after you left. Uh, a couple months later, you know, uh, Greenwell starts this big program. You you remember Greg Greenwell, yeah? The name from a newspaper, I suppose. Yeah, big industrialist guy, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, gets involved with the, the TPP, the Technological Progress Party, and there's... Uh, this other political group, the Strongmen, they've got a lot of ties with the, the sheriff and some political offices. Anyway, TPP wins the election in a landslide. And hoopla, rigmarole, fights, political nonsense. And uh, well, Greenwell and the TPP, you know, they're all about uh, machines running everything, so... Along comes this cease and desist program. It's surveillance and fucking oppression. This fucking nobody that comes out of the sink, uh, this fucking shadow, and starts fucking up all their shit, stands up against them, fucking at least, you know, enough to get everybody back on their feet. And, uh, you know, Roland that you mentioned before is part of that and there's a big fucking psychic fish and some type of ghost and uh so yeah that that finally gets all calmed down after explosions and bad shit all happening you know we're still trying to recover from 138 coming in and uh Yeah, after that, you know, Seven starts starts this whole political thought process and starts writing all these bylaws and, and ideas for metas. And he's explaining this in mid-sentence. You start to see this ripple through reality. It's very subtle and... The, the the hue of the stone in your room just changes ever so slightly. The placement of a few things just moves a couple of inches or, or disappears and appears somewhere else. Uh, the the color of Jaguar's shirt changes and, and he's got like a, a bit more of a, a beard. And he's just talking mid-sentence and he's like... You know, Seven starts writing these bylaws, and then the sentence just stops, but flows 
uh, fluidly into, um, you know, after you left, all these gangs just started, well, not gangs, supergroups started showing up. Might as well call them gangs, the way they're acting. And... Jaguar, stop. Stop. What's up? Who is Greg Greenwell? Uh, he's some fucking industrialist that, uh, that, uh, you know, has hands in the TPP and everything, or at least did when it was still legal in the city. Uh, Something very strange is happening. I, I... Why, why were you telling me about super gangs? You, I was filling you in on what happened in the city the past two years, you know, after 138 and this whole political nonsense, just all these metas started flooding into the city. And, uh... Okay, okay, continue. Yeah, yeah, you know, some are, some are superheroes, some are supervillains, but nobody has any respect for, you know, the, the ideas behind it anymore. It's all, it's the fucking Wild West out there, man. Is like standing up and walking over, and he carefully reaches out and gets a, a pinch of Jaguar's shirt between his thumb and forefinger. He's just like, he tugs on it a little bit. He's just feeling it. He just looks at you oddly. I mean, it's it feels it's real and everything. He's like, you you okay, man? What color shirt are you wearing, Jaguar? I, I don't know. It's like a bluish purple. I don't know. What do you call that? Periwinkle? You, why would you... No, that's not the point. Okay, you're, you're wearing a bluish purple shirt. Remember that. Remember that. You're wearing a bluish purple shirt. Oh, oh okay, man. Bluish purple Fergus shirt. Goes, Fergus, like, telekinetically picks up a pen... Or a pencil, or, or whatever he's got on a on a desk, or something, and a piece of paper, and writes it down. He just, he like writes down, Jaguar bluish purple shirt. He's like, what time is it? Uh, I I don't know. It's morning, early. Fergus <laughs> mutters something that might be a cuss word under his breath. Poop stick. Uh, Drat. Blast. <laughs> <laughs> Crap, says, even. Something, something very strange is going on around here. Didn't you notice change? No, man. It's just all of a sudden you started acting all squirrely. I started mentioning all these other super groups in here. Like, I mean, do you have ties to any of these guys? I mean... I figured they were all fairly new, you know, the Gas House Gang, the Marginals, the Nine Tooths. I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Gas House Gang? Yeah, man. What? The Ohio That's... Dusters, I... the the Swamp Angels. Stop! 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 I I can't hear any more of it. Somebody. Somebody. Okay, Fergus bolts the, the rest of the donut and is like pouring the coffee down his throat at the same time. He's like, I'll talk about it immediately. Come again? I, Something <clears throat> about immediately. I have to go talk to 138 immediately. Uh, okay, man. Either him or his uh, dupe's gonna be out there walking patrol. I what? Him or his dupe gonna be walking patrol? Dupe? Like duplicate? Yeah, yeah. Is this Can... something that I'm? Is this something that I'm aware of? One thirty-eight doing? Nope. Huh? Yep. Uh huh. Okay. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, you haven't met fucking Sink. Sink? Not not like not like the Sink that we have here. S Y. Uh, yeah, Sink. It's. Uh, she can fucking, she made a duplicate of 138 to, that duplicates his powers, you know, not quite as bright or, uh, functional as him, but, you know, it deters, uh, the unwanteds out of the city. 
I, I appreciate the fact that moments ago I asked you to give me new information. What I'd like you to do now is stop telling me new things. My brain hurts in a very literal way. All right, man. I mean, it's a lot to take in. You can stay here if you like, but aside from that bed, I must ask you to not touch anything. What about the John in the sink? Well, which sink are we talking about? It was a joke. Funny. It was a joke. Funny. Is that the first yes. one you've ever told? Possibly the most successful, but oh, that was good. That was that was good. Thank you. I appreciate your sincerity and your sarcasm. Uh, those things, of course. What I'm telling you is, I think there's some strange force trying to interfere with my uh, belongings. I'm memorizing where everything is, so please don't move anything. Welcome to the Berg. Or should I just say, welcome back? No, you're right. You're right. The only thing that is normal is there is no normal. That's not a very good way to say that. You know what I mean. Um, just, can I have quiet for a moment? And he's going to look over at like his work area, where he keeps his craft supplies and his folders and stuff, and he's going to try to literally memorize where everything is. Okay. Uh, give me a general, you can either do perception or intelligence, and just write down the number of successes for later. Intellect. And that is five. Okay. Okay. Alright, so while you're just standing there, stock still, seven, or seven, Jaguar just kind of stretches out on the cot. Ugh. Mm. <laughs> going to do about this heat you have after you? I don't know, man. This was <laughs> this was as far as my plan went so far. Be some someone to. I just don't know what protection you'll find here. I'm sure the kind of thing you're running from doesn't really care about the fact that this place is shielded by layers of asphalt and concrete. Things have been working so far. Oh, alright then. Let me... Let me but know... Man, man, I'll I'll be out. I'll figure something else out. No, no, no. Um, what I'm, what I'm asking you is if you're still here when I come back, let me know if anything has changed. He, he's making kind of a wiggly gesture with his fingers, just like, I don't really know how to say this. He just holds up a thumb. Okay, he took that pretty well. <laughs> Alright, um, Fergus is going to go, he, he's, he's going to leave, and um, first thing he's going to do, after closing the door behind him and locking it, is um and 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 he doesn't tell Jaguar he's locking him in. Slocks <laughs> him in. Um he's gonna go through the surrounding tunnels real quick, see if that's changed. The layout. Uh you you run into something similar as before. Uh you know when you when you are supposed to take a left it's a dead end and you have to end up taking a right. Like that happens one or two times. Oh boy. Okay. Um all right. He um he's severely bugged out by that. Um so he surfaces and starts seeing what else is different. Okay. He's generally he heading in the direction of where he thinks 7 and 138 the mark. Gotcha. Now, one thing that we forgot last time is your cloud mines ability that's always on. Right. So you're in full costume, mask and everything, just walking down the street and people are overlooking you. Very, very rarely 
you'll catch someone like glancing at you. Uh, but you're headed towards where you remember Monster Squad being just the previous night, which was in the same place as you remember it being pre uh, you know before you left. And you're walking down the street. And all of a sudden you start hearing everyone's cell phones making these chimes and, and rings and everything, whatever their alert sound is. And everyone kind of picks up their phone. You hear a couple people grumble and a couple people moan. And everyone starts to turn and, and head the opposite direction. Fergus falls into step next to the closest person, and um, he's going to make a bit of a mental effort to to drop his his anonymity. And he's like, you know, through the mask and everything, he's like, Excuse me. <gasps> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to startle you. I need to ask you a question. Fuck! I am a... Fuck! I, I said I was sorry. Oh, you met us. You, ugh. I'm going to be late for work because of that motherfucker. And, oh, what? What? Which um, motherfucker? What What did you... What was that alert everyone just got? That fucking hive alert down the block. Walking his ass this way. Okay, does Fergus have any idea what he's talking about? Oh, yeah, you, you know who the hive is. Apparently now there's a there's an app that people can like <laughs> fucking keep track of him so everyone can avoid his ass. That is such a good idea. <laughs> okay. Um Does Fergus know anything about Hive except that he's very dangerous and kind of crazy? I don't I don't think Fergus has had any run-ins with Hive. Uh, yeah. If if they have, they've been at long distance, like you've seen him. But just, I, I imagine with Fergus's overly cautious nature, yeah, and the Hive's unpredictability, that he's right. kept as as much distance as possible. Oh, absolutely. I mean, bad enough having to fight five to ten dudes in a group. Imagine trying to like individually mind control slash use telekinesis against. A swarm of bees. Bees. It's just unmanageable. <laughs> for for those of you who don't remember from us er, er, talking about it earlier, a brief summary: Hive is a, a weird pseudo hero that, be it purse snatcher or super villain, he just murders with shooting tons and tons of bees out of his hands, and he can change the nature of the bees if they prove immune to it. So he could be like flaming bees. He's kind of the father of, of this entire universe. In a way. In a way. <laughs> He's not like the Odin. Right, yeah, yeah. He was one of our early concepts. Um, okay, so um, yeah, Fergus is still not cool with uh, with that. So he um, he is curious though, so he's going to climb he's he's gonna ascend to the nearest rooftop and look down and just see if he can observe hive's movements for a minute okay uh yeah by the time you you get up and everything um you you walk over to the the equivalent to the next next street over you know you cross the roof and the the road is pretty deserted like you see there's a good half a block radius around this guy that this lone figure of people you know either cutting down side alleys or or around the block or or whatever cutting into buildings waiting till he passes and and getting out and you just see a guy in ratty ass jeans some old worn out boots a dirty shirt and then a, a black and yellow uh, horizontally striped mask over his head and he's just 
walking. It looks purposeful down the road. Um, Fergus is gonna like glance away from him, just sort of take in the scene, see if he can like recognize this part of town, if there's any like new building. He, he's just sort of letting his eyes go soft and um, seeing if he notices anything unusual that like jumps out. But he's gonna check back in on Hive. He's gonna alternate between doing those two things because you know he's just trying to figure out how different everything is now okay i'm trying to remember where we established puppeteers hideout being wasn't it somewhat close to monster squad i honestly have no idea and the way that everything has changed so much it could be completely different for all i know now anyway so i mean as far as i'm concerned just place it wherever it's dramatically convenient for you okay let's say it's not in a straight line it's not a, a beeline as it were between the sept and monster squad hq mm -hmm. but you could make like a obtuse triangle out of them mm -hmm. so it's slightly more towards the sink so it's kind of a halfway okay. point between the sept monster squad and the sink Okay, so if if we look on the map where the northernmost bridge to the sink is, it would be a little bit inland from there, and maybe a little like north and west of there. Yeah, maybe. Al okay. almost in the center of like the the southern part of the the city. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, I can picture it. Okay. You see the the skyline is slightly different you you notice that there's one building that looks pretty high tech that you don't remember don't care for that which direction is it in it's 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 pretty far north okay so it's the it's in the business district okay so if i'm if if I'm near where the hideout is, then and I'm headed for Monster Squad HQ, then theoretically I'm going southeast. Yes. So this, this building is like north, like dead north or northwest. Uh, pretty much dead north. Okay. Um, I don't really want to check that out yet. I'll have to come back for that. And fuck, it might change again anyway. I I I really at this point am starting to worry about. Fergus is starting to worry about the fact that like coming back was one change and now there's been another and he's starting to think like is there going to be some sort of rapid flurry of change after change after change and if so how enduring is anything particularly monster squad hq so he's, he's headed there first okay um he's going to stick to the roofs he's going to keep an eye on on hive to make sure they don't bump into each other Hive is headed the opposite direction of you. Like, he was headed towards you. Oh. Okay. Does he look like he's headed toward that big building, maybe? No, he's he's headed, like, almost due west. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, let's just leave him be. I don't... I don't need to know what kind of shit he's getting into. That's, that's none of my business. <laughs> um, yeah. Fergus will head for Monster Squad HQ. Okay. Uh yeah, you're you're headed there. You see uh a couple of uh, you see a scuffle of a of, you know, maybe half a dozen individuals. Uh you know, you see some beams of light shoot in the air. You see uh you hear whirring of machinery off in the distance. Uh you know, a, a chunk of a building is thrown at someone, uh, but they're they're pretty far off and don't bother you. And you make it to Monster Squad, and it's it's much what it looked like before. Uh, maybe it was because you were here previously, closer to dusk, and now the lighting is better because it's still pretty early morning. 
and uh, it looks a little battle scarred. Like there's some like blast marks in the side, and 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 some discoloration. Um, looks like some of the concrete, like the reinforced concrete, has been melted. Not like nothing smoking or in ruins at the moment, but it looks like, you know, it's not pristine like you had it in your brain previously. And this is quite different from what it was yesterday. Uh, it looks like it's the same architecture and everything. But the damage is new. Uh, like I said, you don't know if maybe it was because you were here at dusk previously oh, and just didn't okay. notice it. So. Gotcha. Um, okay. So Fergus is going to head for where he thinks the entrance is, and there is a there's a video surveillance thing on the door, right? Yep. Okay. Fergus just stops in front of it and looks up and waits. You wait there about two minutes, and then you hear, and the door clicks. Steps just inside the door and makes sure it's close behind him and just waits. He's The main thing he's waiting for is any return of that weird feeling from when he saw the knife. Nope. You see uh, Seven standing there and... Hold on real quick. Yeah, we're, we're just going to say Seven and Spitter are still there. You don't see 138 anywhere. Okay. Fergus, uh, Fergus looks at them and just sort of slowly and creepily gives a little wave. Seven just cocks their head and spitters like, Pops, you all right? Is he here? Uh, no, man, not since, uh, you two went at it last night. I didn't know you guys had beef. I didn't even know it's, you guys ever met. It's a... Uh, can you gather everyone together? I, I need to explain some things to all of you. Seven just looks at you and says, We are the only ones that are here now. Oh. Uh, probably wouldn't want me to tell you this, but I've seen Jaguar today. Ah, and where has he been held up? Um, he, he's on the run from gods or something. Oh yes, he has informed us, but did, uh, but refrained from telling us where he would be. The knife has made no contact since last night, and 138 is out on patrol. Um... What about Sink? Sink is probably at her office. Office? Yes, she is a meta for hire. Oh, oh, I see. I, 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 I thought that... Can we sit down, please? Yes, and seven motions over to the you know, general living area that's got a couple of couches and, you know, a table to, to sit at. And Spitter just kind of plops down. He's still in his fucking pajamas. <laughs> and Seven just kind of splorfs into a, a seat <laughs> at the table. I was going to say oozes, but I like the onomatopoeia there. <laughs> um, okay. Fergus um, takes the old mask off and sets it down on the table. He just kind of rests his head in his hands for a second, and then he says, uh, "I, I, I need to tell you a, a couple of things that'll be very difficult here. Um, the first one, because you will think that I'm that I've completely lost my mind, but <clears throat> earlier today, some." I was looking at the wall and it, it was a sort of ripple in the air and then everything shifted four inches to the left and Jaguar's shirt changed colors and, and uh, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm having some sort of absurd multi-universe 
phenomenon. Things have changed in the city since I went to sleep a few hours ago, and, and I'm worried they're going to change again, and that no one else will know, because Jaguar didn't know, even though he was right there when it happened. That's the first thing. Any questions so far? Spitter's just like... Do what? And Seven just kind of stone-faced, just kind of, you know, has the look of waiting for you to continue. And, you know, Spitter's getting ready to go on some type of tirade or rant or something like that, and Seven just holds up a hand. And he, he shuts up and sits back down. It has to do with specific people. I had never heard of Sync before. Real quick, give me a perception roll. Okay. Actually, what what's your perception? Four. Okay, you notice this. Talking to Seven, and now that you're sitting across from them, and when they staring at you and, and raise their hand and everything. In your mind, from what you always remember, as much as Seven changes forms and, and is malleable and everything, eyes. their eyes always stay the same color. But now that you're looking at them, you remember that they were gold and then silver and then like a copper color. Last when you saw them last night, they were the copper color, and now they're like a amethyst. Fergus just stares at seven for a minute. They're the wrong color. They just keep staring at you, like waiting for some type of explanation or something. I've I had never heard of sync before. This is a new person to me completely. How long has, have they been in the city? Zink has been in the city six, seven months. Established themselves. They came from L.A. or a small town outside, I believe. How long have I been back? You came back last night. All right, we agree on that much. That's good. Good. <laughs> yes, after you came back from the island, you said that you had many personal things that you needed to attend to, and you have been gone for almost two years. Came back from the island? Yes, after your... The Seven actually quirks somewhat of a smile. Classified mission of destroying One-Eye. Care that you know, I just... I'm glad that we agree that that's what happened. Look. The thing with the knife, it, it's, um... I didn't come back from the island. That's... That's not... That wasn't... We had finished, and something spirited me away, and I spent a lot of time in another world, and when I came back last night, that... that unpleasantness happened with the knife because the knife isn't a real person the knife back when the squad began the knife was me pretending to be someone i wanted to be near you all but not for you to know that it was me it, it was a persona it was a character i created and when i was ripped away i came back and found he was walking around like he had always been alive, but he wasn't. He's a fake person. He's not real. You're saying that your psychic powers are strong enough that you manifested a secondary persona. I... Am I? I don't think that's what I'm saying. I, I thought something else put him here. I don't think that... Fergus just sort of gets very calm for a second and just says, excuse me a moment, and just sort of like closes his eyes. And he goes way inward and sees if there's any, if he thinks there's any truth to that, because that possibility had never occurred to him. Give me... 
I think give me a willpower roll. Sure. Um, yeah. And remember, if you want, you can half it and take those as auto successes. Because I feel like willpower is, is kind of tied to like your instincts and gut feeling. Sure. The intangibles. Three? Three. Three. This... You you head that direction and you, you sit there for you don't know how long. But all of this reeks of... It, it, it's that intangible quality that the knife has and that this ripple had of something with time. Yeah, he, he wearily opens his eyes and he looks at Seven again and he says, It's not me. Hmm. Well, I suppose that... As well, while it's not outside of the realm of possibility, I would not make it unquantifiable. There's some hope for quantifying it? Everything can be quantified. Fergus sort of leans back a bit away from Seven, pressing his... Seven, what an unpleasant thing to say. <laughs> Odd com coming from... This one, yes. Perhaps you're right, but I, I don't like that idea very much. At the same time, I may need it. Uh, uh, not that it may be quantifiable within our lifetime or until the end of time. It's all a matter of perspective and understanding. Fergus leans real close to them when they say end of time. What did you say? That some things may be understood, even if it takes till the end of time or thousands of years. He, uh, he gets up and he starts pacing around and he's like, What was her name? Was, was, uh... Fergus shouts June and runs out of the building. All right. As much as I want to keep going, I think that's a really good place to stop. I agree. So. Well, thank you all again. Yeah, so that was a great session of Fergus still trying to find his place in this world. Uh, no. Again, normal blah blah blah. Social media, Facebook, Birdcast, got our Patreon. You want some stickers, postcard, custom art, whatever. Uh, hit us up on there. And for me and Flock and Jubal, I say thank you and good night.